Fishing for a show aimed at the outdoor enthusiast? Tune in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, Saturday at 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on Rural Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 147, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops. If you love fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors and want to make it even better, you're in the right place with host Rob Keck. Your adventure starts right here. Good morning and welcome and thanks for tuning into Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops, where truly your adventure starts right here. I'm Rob Keck, your host, and I hope you're having a wonderful weekend social distancing somewhere in the great outdoors. Well, what an outstanding show we have for you today with historic conservation news. We're going to take you to the East Room of the White House where Bass Pro Shops founder Johnny Morris and myself were privileged to be with President Donald J. Trump as he signed into law the Great American Outdoors Act. We're also going to hear from Vice President Mike Pence, Ivanka Trump, Senator Rob Portman, and the Secretary of the Interior, David Bernhardt. Well, the signing of the Great American Outdoors Act into law by the president represents the greatest single financial commitment to conservation and increasing public land access and opportunities for sportsmen and women in a lifetime. But before we hear from the president, I want to mention that right now we are in the middle of the fall hunting classic happening at Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, all of our destination retail stores, as well as online. Well, let me tell you, it's your season where you can trade in your old gear, save on new gear, bows, crossbows, optics, game cameras, hunting boots, and more. So make sure before you head out to the field or into the woods that you check out the Fall Hunting Classic for the very best prices on the very best gear on all of your hunting and your outdoor needs. Check us out online at BassPro.com or Cabela's.com. And by the way, the Classic runs through August 26th. Well, what an honor it was for me to join my friends, Bass Pro Shops founder Johnny Morris, Congressional Sportsman's Foundation President Jeff Crane, and other conservation leaders for the signing into law of this historic conservation legislation. It was a great day for America and America's public lands and for everyone that enjoys the great outdoors. Over the last six months during the COVID pandemic, our nation has seen the importance of outdoor recreation. So the timing of this action by the president could not have been more timely. This act addresses the important problems facing America's public lands and provides $9.5 billion to restore the infrastructure of our treasured public lands, setting aside $3 billion to support hunting, fishing, and recreational shooting activities on public lands and waters, which collectively provides nearly 25 million hunting days, 45 million fishing days for America's sportsmen and women. It will permanently fund the Land and Water Conservation Fund at $900 million annually and ensure that $15 million of those LWCF funds are set aside annually for the sole purpose of increasing opportunities for hunters, anglers, recreational shooters, and other outdoor enthusiasts, and in part, help access 10 million acres of federal lands that are currently inaccessible to the public, but open for outdoor recreational opportunities. So without further delay, let's listen to President Trump's opening remarks. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great honor to have you at the White House. And we're here today to celebrate the passage of truly landmark legislation that will preserve America's majestic natural wonders, priceless historic treasures, and that's exactly what they are, grand national monuments and glorious national parks. This is a very big deal, and from an environmental standpoint and from just the beauty of our country standpoint, there hasn't been anything like this since Teddy Roosevelt, I suspect. In a few moments, I will proudly sign the Great American Outdoors Act into law. And so many of the people here today have been so involved, and I'll be introducing you, and uh, some will say a few words, and we really appreciate what you've done for our country. 
For more than 50 years, Congress has struggled to adequately fund land and water conservation, leading to a never-ending backlog of maintenance and other critical needs in our parks and public lands. And I've been hearing about this for years. I've been watching it and hearing about it for years. Today, more than 5,500 miles of roads, 17,000 miles of trails, and 24,000 buildings are in critical need of repair. They have been for a long time. Many are closed, boarded up. They thought it was less expensive to close them than it was to repair them. Some are magnificent, too. Earlier this year, I called on Congress to pass legislation that would end this maintenance backlog once and for all. Today, we're making the most significant investment in our park since the administration of the legendary conservationist, President Theodore Roosevelt. This landmark legislation would not have been possible without the incredible leadership and hard work of two outstanding senators in particular and two fine people, Cory Gardner and Steve Daines. I want to thank you both. And I can just say, as a side note, they would call me all the time. And I said, can you guys stop calling me so much? But they would call me all the time. They wanted to get it done. This was very important to them. So I appreciate it. Steve and Corey, really a great job. People thought you had zero chance of getting this one done. This is big. And they, they gave you zero chance. You know that, right? Don't waste your time on a president. We have other things to do. It'd be great if we could get it, but it's never going to happen. Congratulations. Great job. Thank you. I also want to thank Senators Rob Portman, Lamar Alexander, Martha McSally, John Hoven, and Representatives Don Young, Jeff Fortenberry, and Tom Reed. And I think they're all here, right? Yes. Hi, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. We're honored also to be joined by Vice President Mike Pence, Interior Secretary David Bernhardt, Agricultural Secretary Sonny Perdue, a person named Ivanka Trump, does everybody know, who's been very, very active in this. She believes in it very strongly, and many wonderful conservation advocates. And thank you all for your tireless work. And the work you've done is something that you'll be very proud of in the years to come. Thank you, Mike. Everybody, thank you very much. Really great. The Great American Outdoors Act provides $900 million a year in guaranteed funding for the Land and Water Conservation Fund so that all Americans can continue to enjoy our parks, wildlife, refuges. I mean, you look at this, you look at what we do with our wildlife, and uh, it's really been incredible. So all of the wildlife areas, the wildlife uh, parks, historic battlefields, national monuments, and public lands, Additionally, this bill provides nearly $10 billion for long-delayed maintenance projects, repairs, and upgrades to make the national parks greater than they have ever been before. We think that's going to happen. The legislation I'm signing today builds on my administration's unwavering commitment to conserving and the grandeur and the splendor of God's creation. This is truly God's creation. Last year, I designated 1.3 million acres of public land as new wilderness. I ordered much more active forest management to prevent catastrophic wildfires. I'm recommending they do that in California and other locations, and you'll see how quickly the wildfires stop. And I signed the Save Our Seas Act to protect our environment from foreign nations that litter the oceans with garbage and pollution. The United States is among the cleanest air and water on Earth, and my administration is working every day to keep it that way. We're at a level now. We have never been at this level in the modern age. I guess if you go back 100, 200 years, it was a little different story, a lot fewer people, but nothing even close in the modern age. We are proving that we can protect our treasured environment without bludgeoning our workers and crushing our businesses. We believe Americans know best how to conserve this magnificent land that we love and cherish and adore. Earlier this year, I announced that the United States would join the One Trillion Trees Initiative to plant new trees in America and around the world. 
Today, I'm calling on Congress to expand this effort by passing the Replant Act, sponsored by Senator Rob Portman. Thank you, Rob. Very good. Thank you. Very, thank you. Thank you. Fellas, would you both stand up, please? That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Rob. Which would quadruple the funding and for the restoration of our national forests. This would quadruple the funding, create thousands of jobs, and help plant more than one billion trees in America and on American soil over the next 10 years. When you add all of this to what we did in Utah, if you remember that, that was a year and a half ago, but we did uh, Bears Ears National Monument. When you add all of this to Bears Ears, I would say, and it got my attention when Steve and, and uh, the whole group came up to my office, uh, when you actually, both of you came up with a group and you said, this would be bigger than Theodore Roosevelt. I said, do me a favor. You don't have to say that. Let's just say it will be the same or almost as good, because he was truly the great conservation president. But the kind of things we've done, and, and they don't talk about it, but the kind of things we've done are really record-setting. This is record-setting stuff, and you're all a big part of it. So thank you, and thank you, Rob. Great job. To preserve America's brilliance for the next generation, we're also defending our national heritage. After decades of abandonment and neglect, we're once again taking care of America's historic sites, lush forests, towering mountains, windswept and beautiful windswept prairies and precious wetlands and wildlife. President Theodore Roosevelt was right when he called these exquisite resources the most glorious heritage a people ever received. President Roosevelt understood that our nation's untamed spirit of adventure, exploration, and discovery is kindled in the great outdoors. It's the same spirit that calls settlers and pioneers to head west to brave the unknown and to carve out a new life on the wild frontier. The President understood and enshrined conservation at the heart of the Republican Party. And today, we're building upon that noble legacy. The Republican Party has been unbelievably active in this. People don't necessarily associate us with that, but I think they probably will have to start. At some point, they'll have to start thinking about the Republican Party and all of the incredible things we've done on conservation and many other fronts. We want every American child to have access to pristine outdoor spaces. When young Americans experience the breathtaking beauty of the Grand Canyon, when their eyes widen in amazement as old faithful bursts into the sky, when they gaze upon Yosemites, Yosemites, towering sequoias. Their love of country grows stronger, and they know that every American has truly a duty to preserve this wondrous inheritance. And that's what they're doing, and that's what we're doing. We're preserving an incredible inheritance. America's natural landscapes belong to the American people. And while I'm president, we will always protect the great outdoors for hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, and the admiration, enjoyment, and reverence of every American citizen. We will preserve the stunning beauty of the American and the Americas and this nation. This nation is a special nation. Sirius XM's Rural Radio is your guide to the agricultural markets. Where expert analysts and traders join our discussion live. Your information. Open up the farm and the challenges we face. You can learn how to do it for yourself. Rural Radio, your gateway to the rural lifestyle. The latest information about hunting, fishing, and more. Rural Radio is the leader in Western sports. We talk about the latest in Western sports. Professional rodeo, bull riding. Sirius XM's Rural Radio. 147. Or listen on your phone when you get out of your car with the Sirius XM app. In 1912, Theodore Roosevelt said, There could be no greater issue than that of conservation in this country. More than a century later, his statement has never been more meaningful. The Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership promotes Roosevelt's commitment to the sporting life by guaranteeing that all Americans have quality places to hunt and fish. Visit trcp.org to learn more and take action. Welcome back to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, and let's head back to the White House with remarks from Vice President Mike Pence. 
I'd like to again congratulate everybody in this room, and we're going to have a few people speak. And I'd like to start off with our great Vice President, Mike Pence. And Mike, if you'd say a few words, and then we're going to go to a couple of other folks, okay? Good. Thank you very much, Mike. Well, thank you, Mr. President. Thank you for letting me speak for just a few moments about this historic day. Today, thanks to your leadership, thanks to the vision of members of the Senate and the House of Representatives, today you will sign into law the Great American Outdoors Act, which will be the single largest investment in America's national parks and public lands in the history of this country. And I know I speak for uh, all of those gathered here, but, but uh, every American who cherishes all of our great natural resources when I say thank you for your leadership. I also, Mr. President, want to join you in thanking the visionary leaders of the, of the Senate, Senator Steve Daines, Senator Cory Gardner. We would not be here without your vision for the Great American Outdoors Act. Thank you for helping to preserve our great natural heritage. And to all the distinguished members of the Senate and the House of Representatives who supported this bill, as well as uh, Secretary Bernhardt, Secretary Perdue, members of the Fish and Wildlife, the Forest Service, uh, and all the people that work in our national parks. I, I will tell you, Mr. President, uh, as you know, uh, Mrs. Pence and I uh, spent a lot of time loading our kids in the minivans, driving out. We visited almost every major national park. That was the Pence family vacation. And uh, uh, Karen has been visiting national parks as we've begun to open back up our country again. And uh, I'm proud to say, uh, as an early installment of uh, of this incredible investment in maintenance. Secretary Bernhardt uh, had the Pence's actually pounding nails and uh, rebuilding the boardwalk at Old Faithful just last year. And so I want to thank the Secretary in particular for his great commitment to preserving our parks and our natural heritage. <laughs> Mr. President, the American people know we have the best national parks in the world. Uh, but the truth is, under the last administration, we saw a backlog of maintenance. For all the talk about the environment, we saw projects uh, left aside and ignored. Literally $20 billion of work left to be done. Uh, but thanks to your leadership, Mr. President, and thanks to the Great American Outdoors Act, all those who supported it, those days are over. With these resources, Mr. President, uh, you're not only going to revive and restore our parks, $9.5 billion over the next five years in a new fund without spending a dime of taxpayer funds, but also we're told, I know you'll be happy to know, Mr. President, that this will also, uh, we believe, create more than 110,000 infrastructure jobs. As we improve our national parks, we're putting Americans back to work. So, Mr. President, as you know, I've long believed that uh, faith and freedom in our vast natural resources uh, are the pillars of America's greatness. Uh, you've been dedicated from the first days of this administration to preserving all of our God-given ideals and our values. But today, by signing this uh, extraordinary and historic bill, the Great American Outdoors Act, uh, you're making a commitment to preserve all of our natural blessings from sea to shining sea for generations to come. Uh, and on behalf of a grateful nation, Mr. President, thank you for your leadership for conservation of our great treasures. Thank you, Mike, very much. Thank you. Years ago, sportsmen led the first revolt to save what was left of North America's dwindling wildlife resources, and it took purpose and commitment. This crusade began with Theodore Roosevelt's forming the Boone and Crockett Club in 1887. Since then, sportsmen and women have been at the forefront of every environmental revolution in this country, providing the vision, funding, and manpower to establish and run what has become the most successful system of wildlife management in the history of mankind. Yet, to this day, our story remains relatively unknown, especially to those who don't hunt or fish. 
We must tell this story, but we need to do more than that. We must insist that others who claim to be conservationists but work tirelessly on campaigns to end all hunting honestly examine the evidence and then ask themselves where would the wildlife they cherish be without sportsmen's dollars and without sportsmen's efforts. Conservation had a beginning, but it has no end. To learn more, visit booneandcrocketclub.com. Thanks for tuning in to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, and let's return to the historic signing of the Great American Outdoors Act and hear what Secretary of the Interior David Bernhardt had to say at the signing of this landmark legislation. A man who's done a fantastic job, Secretary of the Interior, David, if you could come up and say a few words, and he really has. He has been, uh, he loves it. He loves the interior. He's our biggest landlord in this country by a factor of about 200. But he's really, uh, some, it's really been very special having you working for our country. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I want to begin by thanking not only you, but the first lady, the vice president, the second lady, and the advisor to the president, Ivanka Trump. Each of you have contributed greatly to getting to this moment. And I want you to know that America deeply appreciates it. Now, Washington, D.C. is a place where you find hyperbole on every single corner. But the legislation you're about to sign is truly consequential, and it is historic. For those of you that do not trans, uh, track conservation history on a daily basis, I thought I would give you a little perspective. About 35 years ago to the day, on August 15, 1985, President Reagan in this building made an appointment of a young governor in Tennessee to lead the commission to look at America's great outdoors. Two years later, that governor from Tennessee would provide the president a proposal uh, that included numerous things, including a, a, an idea to permanently fund, with a dedicated funding source, land and water conservation initiatives. That governor is now Senator uh, Lamar Alexander, and he's here today. <laughs> Last night, I added it up. Five presidents nine secretaries of the interior, and 10 secretaries of agriculture have worked on legislation to accomplish fully funding the Land and Water Conservation Fund or enhancing our nation's parks by addressing the backlog. Only one president has gotten that done, and that is you. The reality is, absent your call for bold leadership and stepping forward, this bill would not have become law, despite the efforts of everybody else. And I want you to know that America will deeply, deeply appreciate it. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you, David. I appreciate it very much and appreciate the job you're doing. And also, Sonny, I appreciate the job you're doing. Fantastic job. Uh, I'd like to ask if I might, Steve, could you come up? Senator Steve Daines. He's a, a fantastic man, a fantastic senator. He's done uh, a wonderful job. He loves this state and he loves our country. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, this really is a great day for Montana. This is a great day for America. This is a great day for conservation and all of us who love the great outdoors. And it was a little over five months ago, Mr. President, where we came to the White House and we were in the Roosevelt Room. It's only fitting we were in the Roosevelt Room having this meeting. And we talked about the importance of the Great America Outdoors Act, how we needed to support our national parks. As the Secretary just laid out, how it had been uh, neglected in many ways with maintenance. It was this backlog. How we needed to provide better access to our public lands. In fact, 70% of the fishing accesses in Montana are funded by the Land and Water Conservation Fund. This was going to be the greatest achievement in 50 years for conservation in its broadest context. And you said to me, Mr. President, you said, you get this bill on my desk, and I'll sign it. 
Well, five months later, we're here. And thanks to so many in this room and outside this room, we got this bill to your desk, and you're going to sign it. This is a big win for conservation. It's a big win for jobs. It's a big win for our Montana way of life. It's a big win for bipartisanship. And perhaps it's only fitting it took public lands to bring a divided government together. Mr. President, Montana thanks you. America thanks you. And I thank you for signing the most important piece of conservation legislation in over 50 years for our great country. Thank you. Thank you. Great job, Steve. Thank you, Steve. Great job. Thank you. Say hello to the people of Montana. They are, they're very happy right now. Corey, I think you have to get up and you have to say a few words. Colorado's a tremendous state and they are pushing for it and they have been pushing for it. One of the biggest beneficiaries of all. And uh, I think that you really deserve to get up and say a few words because you and Steve and everybody, but you and Steve were very special. Please, Senator Cory Gardner. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. I will never forget uh, that moment five months ago when we gathered with so many of the people who are in this room and talked about the importance of this legislation, the fact that this bill would create over 100,000 jobs, the fact that many of those jobs would be in some of the communities that were hardest hit uh, today by the pandemic uh, is a remarkable occasion. But it was 127 years ago, Mr. President, in 1893, that Catherine Lee Bates uh, climbed the top of Pikes Peak. And she looked across the, the plains and mountains of Colorado and wrote the words to America the Beautiful. 127 years later, we passed the Great American Outdoors Act, which will truly protect and provide opportunities for all America to enjoy those wonders of this country that Catherine Lee Bates wrote about then. This bill will create 100,000 jobs, uh, several thousand in my home state of Colorado. It will protect the Forest Service, our Fish and Wildlife uh, Service, our, our wildlife refuges, our BLM grounds. This will work on our national parks. This will stop Congress from stealing the money that they have for decades and put it back into the national parks for generations to come. Uh, to the secretaries who are Secretary Purdue, Secretary Bernhardt, thank you for your leadership in getting this done. Uh, to my colleagues in the Senate and the House, thank you for your leadership. We stand on the shoulders of people like Lamar Alexander, Rob Portman, and Don Young, people like Richard Burr. Uh, thanks to Joe Manchin and Mark Warner and Angus King and the work that they did uh, to get this bill here today. This is a remarkable opportunity to celebrate in the midst of acrimony, in the midst of partisanship, in the midst of times when the American people probably look out and wonder if they can get anything done. Congress came together to pass the most significant bill, the Great American Outdoors Act, in over 50 years with the largest infusion of funding this country has ever seen. Thanks to Mr. you, Mr. President, for being willing to sign it. When we walked into the Roosevelt Room and we showed you the pictures of Black Canyon of the Gunnison National Park and we pointed at that painting of Teddy Roosevelt, we knew it was going to be something very special for this country. Thank you for making it happen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'd like to ask Ivanka to come up, just say a few words, because she was, uh, from a family standpoint, she was so behind this and uh, pushing me. And Melania, who sends her absolute warmest regards, who was so important to Melania. Please, honey, come up. Well, thank you, Mr. President, and I echo the sentiments conveyed by, by so many in this room. This is a day for great celebration. This is an extraordinary piece of legislation that will be a great legacy for this administration and, most importantly, the country. We're grateful to everyone who worked on it. I think Theodore Roosevelt, who we see on this portrait behind, would be very proud to know that the first 100 years of conservation that his legislation ensured will be preserved for at least the next 100. So thank you to all the senators, members of Congress who have worked so hard. Mr. Vice President, thank you for your championing this and, and your advocacy. The natural beauty and majesty of our parks and public lands are 
more valuable now than ever, especially during the current pandemic when they offer respite for so many families and an ability to be outside safely and enjoy the great outdoors. So it's fitting that this moment comes to pass now. And, and thank you again, Mr. President, for ushering in this historic act. So thank you. Great job. Great job, honey. Thank you. We all have it. Whether it was passed down from our fathers or grandfathers, we knew it was there, inside us. That need, that longing to walk among the wild. But it's more than just our love of the outdoors that keeps us coming back. It's knowing we serve a purpose, to give more than we take. That we're here to carry on a legacy and become stewards of our wildlife. This place embodies that legacy with over a mile and a half of walkable trails and 35,000 live fish, mammals, reptiles, amphibians, and birds to teach and inspire. Stop and you'll feel it. Listen and you'll hear it. Asking you to share the wonder. The Wonders of Wildlife National Museum and Aquarium. Share the wonder. Thanks for joining us here on Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World, and let's send it back to the White House once more to hear from Ohio Senator Rob Portman and witness the passage of the Great American Outdoors Act. And if I could, I'd like to ask Rob Portman to come up, and uh, he was very special. I think you would both agree that he was really there behind the scenes and in front of the scenes helping us out. Rob, please. Well, first, I had not expected this honor, um, but I'm not speechless because there's so much to talk about. And, Mr. President, this wouldn't have happened but for your willingness to show leadership. One thing that hasn't been said here this morning is that this was a debt unpaid for all of our public lands, particularly our national parks, which was the start of this. And we have viewed this as a problem because for years and years we had a debt we weren't paying. And what you have done by saying, I want to get this done, I'm going to support you, gave us some momentum on a bipartisan basis to be able to repay that debt. It's a debt to the American people. Second, I must say that this was not without controversy. And there are some who felt strongly that the oil and gas revenues and other energy revenues, offshore and onshore, that are used to provide this funding, both for the Land and Water Conservation Fund and for the deferred maintenance in our public lands, that that funding is better used elsewhere. And again, the people in this room, uh, including some good fiscally conservative Republicans, I consider myself one, believe that this was an exceptional situation because this was a debt unpaid and that this funding was appropriate based on the way in which the oil and gas revenue royalties were initially envisioned to go to help with regard to our natural resources and our environment. But it was not without controversy. Right, Mr. Vice President? And it looks good at the end. The vote was strong, uh, but it wasn't easy to get there. And so I thank you very much for your leadership. I, I wa also want to thank Mark Warner, who is my co-author of the uh, Restore Parks Act, and Lamar Alexander and Angus King. Uh, and then, of course, what Corey Gardner and Steve Daines were able to do in knitting this together, uh, along with Joe Manchin and others. But, uh, Mr. President, that meeting was consequential. And again, um, this was not as easy as it might look here at the end but incredibly important, and I believe that decades from now we will all look back and be very proud of the fact that we have indeed conserved this America's great treasures for future generations. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much, Ron. Thank you. And I have to say that uh, one of the things I said in the room was I can't believe previous administrations didn't do this. And I viewed it as having really no choice. We had to do this. So congratulations to everybody. And now I will sign the Great American Outdoors Act. And it's going to be a, a real privilege. Thank you. This has been a great day. This is a landmark day for America. America's public lands for conservation, for sportsmen and women, and for everyone that enjoys the great outdoors, more access and opportunities to our treasured lands. 
What a privilege it was for me to be with my good buddies, Johnny Morris and Jeff Crane and others, to witness President Trump signing this most historic piece of conservation legislation of a lifetime. That brings us to our next break. When we return, we're going to catch up with Secretary of the Interior, David Bernhardt, who will share his thoughts on this special day of the signing of the Great American Outdoors Act. It's all right here on Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. This is Rob Keck, and we will be right back. Embrace the rustic elegance of a bygone era at Big Cedar Lodge. Located 10 miles south of Branson, Missouri, Big Cedar Lodge is a masterpiece that brings together natural beauty and contemporary luxury. Visitors are invited to explore and experience some of the most popular amenities here. At Big Cedar Lodge, you'll find casual dining options in an unparalleled atmosphere with signature dishes and local favorites highlighting classic menu items. Take in spectacular views at Devil's Pool, live entertainment at the Buzzard Bar, or relax at Truman Coffee and Cafe, all surrounded by the natural ambiance of the Ozark Mountains. One of the newest additions to the property is Cedar Creek Spa. This 18,000-square-foot world-class spa is a private oasis with soothing pools, fireplaces, and a full-service salon. In addition to the complete spa experience, there are private suites available. All of these features make Big Cedar an ideal destination for weddings, corporate gatherings, and more. Families have been visiting Big Cedar Lodge for generations, looking to experience what many call a little piece of heaven on earth. To learn more, visit BigCedar.com or call 1-800-BC-LODGE. And we are back, and thanks for tuning into Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. If you've just tuned in, we're privileged to have back with us here in Outdoor World the 53rd Secretary of the United States Department of the Interior, David Bernhardt. And as we've listened on today's show, President Trump's remarks leading up to this bill signing, you know, I wanted to again share that August 4th, I, along with Bass Pro Shops founder Johnny Morris, Jeff Crane, we're privileged to join Secretary Bernhardt along with Secretary of Agriculture, Sonny Perdue, Vice President Mike Pence, uh, a small group of senators, congressmen, conservation leaders in the East Room of the White House as President Trump signed this historic Great American Outdoors Act. Well, Secretary Bernhardt leads the Department of Interior that stewards 20% of our nation's lands, including national parks, monuments, wildlife refuges, and other public lands. And I can personally attest to this man's passion, commitment, and delivery to increase recreational access for hunters, anglers, and all outdoorsmen and women to our nation's public lands and waters. I want you to welcome back Secretary of the Interior, David Bernhardt. Mr. Secretary, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate the invitation. Well, I personally want to uh, just welcome you back uh, to a great day, a historic day, a landmark day that was in the East Room of the White House with you and Secretary Perdue and, of course, President Trump signing the Great American Outdoors Act. How would you sum up your feelings, uh, you know, when the president placed his signature signing into law the Great American Outdoors Act? What was going through your mind? Well, at that very moment, I was standing there thinking, this is the greatest country in the world. And this legislation is going to give so much to future conservationists, future recreationists. And I thought this may very well be the single biggest conservation bill done in this century. Yeah, for sure. Well, you were invited by the president to speak during this ceremony, and you spoke to the historical perspective of this act and the number of administrations that, that couldn't achieve passing this type of conservation legislation. And, of course, the president said, you know, we must do this, and he did it, signing this legislation. Share that historical perspective with us. Well, um, this is uh, legislation that is bolder, uh, really, than anything any um, particular president has proposed, because it was a dedicated funding stream for LWCF, the Land and Water Conservation Fund, that many people have fought for for so long, but also dedicated funding for um, public lands and park infrastructures, as well as Indian schools. And really, if you go back to 1964, 
there was a promise made to the American people that we would, the government would fully fund uh, conservation and recreation efforts, um, uh, and at a tune of nine hundred million dollars a year, and they didn't do that. And every president uh, since uh, nineteen sixty four has examined ways that they might do it. And then in nineteen eighty five, President Reagan asked for a plan and received one. And different presidents since then, each president has been working to address these issues in some way. And they all have failed um, for a whole bunch of reasons. Uh, But the bottom line is the significance of this. The president, by saying we're going to do these two things together and we're going to provide dedicated funding for them, did something no one had ever had the courage to do before. And then when there was um, some pushback, um, he stayed with his position. And, And the other critical piece to making this successful is when President Trump made his bold initiative, senators from both sides of the aisle, in all honesty, um, saw the they saw the tremendous opportunity and potential of this, and they drove forward. The day after the president made his statement, I was in Congress testifying, and I challenged the senators to move forward quickly together, and they did. And there was a resounding Um, bipartisan vote um, out of the Senate. And that's really what drove uh, this through the House of Representatives with strong House support. But the House of Representatives did not change a comma of this law and sent it to the president. And that is really significant. And it it really shows, I will tell you this, that there are a number of senators from both sides of the aisle that I've talked to since the signing that have said to me, this is the most significant piece of legislation in their own careers. And this is something that they were so passionate about. And so that should give the American people just a sense of how historic and, um, and significant this legislation truly is. Yeah, it, it really, it truly is. And, you know, to think of all the negatives, the partisanship that's, that's here in this country, to have both parties come together I mean, what a tribute. What a tribute it is. And, uh, you know, it certainly, I think, should make all Americans happy about the passage of this act. And we're just here in the last minute. You know, President Trump followed the admonition of President Theodore Roosevelt. There is no greater issue than that of conservation in this country. How would you respond to that? Well, I think um, as we are coming out of a incredible uh, pandemic um, and, and have dealt with that. What we now know more than ever is that our public lands and recreational opportunities provide us an opportunity for respite, inspiration, and rejuvenation. And um, we can all um, secure that if we have public access to these opportunities. And that's what this legislation is about. Yeah. Well, before we take our next break, Mr. Victor, I just want to thank you on behalf of millions of sportsmen and women for maintaining the openness of public lands and waters, especially during this COVID-19 pandemic. And as you know, hunters, anglers, recreational shooters, and other outdoor recreationalists, they practice social distancing nearly every time they participate in these activities. I just want to thank you on behalf of these millions of Americans for keeping public lands open. Well, folks, that's going to take us here to our final break. We return, going to be picking up right where we left off with Secretary Bernhardt. And you're listening to Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. This is Rob Keck, and we will be right back. This is a public service announcement test from TakeMeFishing.org to determine if you need a fishing license and boat registration before heading out on the water. Let's begin. Are you a bear? Do you have a beak? Does your name rhyme with old beagle? Do you dart in front of cars? Here's a tough one. Do you have plumage? Do you rub your body against things to mark them? Do you have webbed feet? No, I mean like a... Were you hatched? Do you have fur? I'm not talking back hair. Does your boat fly south for the winter with the other boats? Regardless of how you answer, you need to be licensed and registered because it helps local conservation efforts protect the very natural resources you enjoy boating and fishing in for generations to come. Do your part at TakeMeFishing.org. 
And welcome back to our final segment of Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. And we're privileged to have with us the 53rd Secretary of the Interior, David Bernhardt. You know, Mr. Secretary, when you look at the $9.5 billion to restore the infrastructure of our treasured federal public lands and waters, $3 billion to support hunting, fishing, recreational shooting activities on these public lands and waters within Bureau of Land Management, the Refuge System, the Forest Service, along with the $900 million to annually and permanently fully fund LWCF. Is there a detailed plan on spending this money wisely and on the priority work within each area that needs to be done uh, for so many years? Yes, absolutely. We are in the process right now of um, of developing a report that will go to Congress uh, laying out um, our, our plan. But here's the bottom line. Uh, with the enactment of this legislation, the Department of the Interior and the U.S. Forest Service have a tremendous responsibility to the American public. Um, you know, remember that President Trump himself is a builder and, and a developer of, of property and infrastructure, and he recognizes uh, that we need to be incredibly efficient and effective with our utilization of these precious uh, resources of the American uh, public that we're being provided here. And we are already in the process of laying out best practices for implementation, guidelines for um, how to ensure that this money is spent uh, wisely, and the development of our priority projects. And so that is exactly what we're doing right now, and I feel really good about it. It's an awesome responsibility that we are taking um, incredibly seriously. Yeah. Well, you mentioned in your statement, President Trump is a builder. And for some, when you look at this piece of legislation, you could consider it a jobs bill. Why don't you tell us about the number of jobs the Great American Outdoors Act is going to create and where those jobs are going to be found? Well, we are um, right now uh, in the debates with Congress. uh, There were estimates that up to 100,000 jobs um, could be uh, created with these efforts, which is very, very significant. But I will tell you, we've already begun to move um, uh, through a number of hiring authorities uh, to hire uh, folks uh, locally at our parks and public lands uh, through a variety of mechanisms because um, we recognize that, number one, we have opportunities to um, get some great stuff done. And number two, um, we know that there are a lot of people uh, in America that are hurting. And so we've really expedited our hiring process for trails, for maintenance, for facilities. Uh, we've really uh, pumped that up over the last few weeks. Yeah, well, it is It is just, it's astounding to me. And, you know, it's its going to help these rural economies so much. You know, Mr. Secretary, with the deep partisan divide in Congress and, and in this country, you know, it's been next to impossible to get meaningful legislation passed. But the passage of this bill, as you've pointed out, received tremendous widespread bipartisan support. What was it that brought both parties together with overwhelming majorities on this? So I think, um, as we have spoke about earlier, I do think the president's notion of, of marrying these two projects and providing dedicated funding was a game changer. But I also will say this, that... Uh, our leaders in, in Congress um, on both sides of the aisle, uh, Senators um, Manchin, King, Heimrich um, on the Democratic side, Senators uh, Gardner, Danes, uh, Senator McConnell on the, uh, and McSally on the uh, Republican side, they all share the passion that almost all of your, um, all of your listeners do, and that is honestly a love and passion for America's great outdoors. And I I believe that the members of Congress in this moment saw the great potential um, that the president was uh, holding out and, um, and they seized the day. And and I think uh, we all um, by seizing that day did a great thing for America. So I think there's, I've learned a long time ago that victory has a thousand fathers and I believe this is an example where a lot of people can 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 take uh, great credit. But I think fundamentally, uh, the vast majority of people um, know 
that getting outdoors and doing good things is incredible, and they were willing to step up, even in time of crisis, and fund this historic effort. Absolutely. Well, what a great story. Over the last three and a half years, with the Trump administration's total expansion in acres, you've been at the the point of the spear on getting public land access nationwide at our refuges and, and beyond. Give us what that total is now, because that is historic, historic as well, the number of acres that you've opened up. Tell us about that once again. Well, we believe that America's hunters, anglers, and recreationists um, absolutely need um, access to our uh, public lands and waterways. And without that, um, uh, it, it doesn't benefit the public. And so every decision we make um, in terms of acquiring, disposing of, or exchanging a piece of property, I've insisted that we ensure that we examine the contribution it will, pay, it will have to public access. And with that effort and with other efforts uh, to expand access and opportunity on lands that have closed, we have opened, we have opened over 4 million acres of land within the Fish and Wildlife Service and thousands of acres otherwise. And this, this is critical uh, for America's health, enjoyment, and respite, and we are going to continue it. We have just begun to um, to lead uh, a an, an intensive effort to ensure that our recreational opportunities are here for us and all future generations. What a story! I'd like for you here as we close out the show to just add your final thoughts to what has taken place over those last three and a half years, but really culminating here this past week with the Great American Outdoors Act? Well, um, Washington, D.C. is filled with, with um, moments of uh, hyperbole with words like historic, but this, this is truly a moment that is very, very significant to American recreationists, and they are going to see ballparks, hunting and fishing facilities, public access, all uh, driven over time by resources from this important legislation and from our important work. So it's fortunate to get to be part of such a historic effort. Well, Mr. Secretary, we salute you, the president, and all those that have been involved in this administration on the passage of the Great American Outdoors Act. Let's continue to make history outdoors. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks for your leadership and all the efforts to keep public lands and waters open to all citizens of our great nation. Congratulations on those achievements and all you do for the future of hunting and fishing. God bless you. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up here today on Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. I'm Rob Keck. On behalf of Bass Pro Shops, your adventure always starts right here. Thanks for answering the call. That call to conservation and preserving rich hunting, fishing, and trapping heritage. We'll see you next week. This has been Bass Pro Shops Outdoor World. Talking all things outdoors. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops, your outdoor leader. Join us next Saturday and every Saturday for more special guests and unique locations. 